So when we're looking at the hospital of the future, what we have found is that hospitals are going to come to a path in the road. So one path might narrow their spectrum, if you will, so they'll only take the sickest of the sick. Whereas the other pathway, they're really going to open their doors to the community across, they're going to offer care across the continuum of care. We are not as successful as we are if it wouldn't be for our operators. They are the boots on the ground. They are the ones that are implementing all of our tools and resources. Welcome to Compass One Connections, our new podcast series designed specifically to help inform, educate, and inspire our Compass One associates just like you. So wherever you are, relax for the next few minutes as we get you connected. This is Compass One Connections. Hello, everyone. We appreciate you joining us right here on our Compass One Connections podcast. I am your host, Tommy Kane. Let's get connected. I'm so fired up for this podcast. Why? Because it's going to be so insightful, informative, and fun at the same time, because we are joined by the Morrison Healthcare's VP of Marketing and Innovation, Nikki Poole. Whoop, whoop. There you have it. She's already fired up, everybody. Nikki has more than 10 years of experience in the food service industry, and she leads all internal and external marketing strategies, and she is joining us today. It's great to see you. Hey, good to see you, too. Yeah. Nikki, I know the marketing department and everything you guys do across all of Compass One is a, you paint with a broad stroke. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody out there what the marketing department does on the day-to-day basis, who you help out, who you support, and how your whole structure set up. Sure. So there's a lot going on out there when it comes to marketing. And uh, when it comes to strategic marketing especially, the marketing team needs to kind of be at the front of the ship, if that makes any sense. So they're looking at the competitive landscape. They're looking at market trends to see what's coming down the path, to see which way we need to be steering the ship. So before it was, I did all of the external marketing. So anything from a brand perspective and anything from a sales perspective. And Kevin Dore and his team not only did the operations and implementation of retail, but they also did retail marketing. Got it. So we thought collectively it would make sense to just bring marketing under one umbrella. So what that means is my team will now handle all of Morrison Healthcare marketing from brand strategy to digital strategy to sales strategy to research to innovation. Um, We're also doing the retail marketing as well. So from innovation to promotions, anything like that. So Kevin and I will work hand in hand uh, to put together the best retail strategy and program that we can for Morrison. And do you think that's going to help you and just enable to do your job because now you're kind of, and what you guys do from a marketing standpoint is really going to be consistent across the board? Does that really help? Yeah, for sure. And Kevin and I have always worked really close together so that we are um, relaying the same message in sales and external marketing as we uh, are in retail. So this will definitely just make it more streamlined and we'll be able to make the messaging really consistent throughout all platforms. Okay. Nikki, earlier you talked about and you gave the analogy of you guys being kind of in front of the ship and leading the way as far as what's next in the marketing world and everything that you guys Mm do. The hospital of the future, that's kind of a buzzword that comes up a little bit. Mm -hmm. I hear you talk about it a lot. Explain to people what you mean when you say hospital of the future and what do you foresee 
coming down the road. Okay. And, you know, before I get into the hospital of the future, I do have to say that when it comes to marketing being at the front of the ship, looking at the competitive landscape and the trends, we 100% are not successful without the communication and collaboration with our operators and with leadership to, sure. because they, they're on the ground. They're the ones that are in there doing it. They know what's going on. So without understanding that piece of it, we 100% would not be successful when it comes to steering us in the right direction. Yeah, it takes well, a team. It does, 100%, yeah. 100%. So when we're looking at the hospital of the future, we've done a ton of research. Okay. And what we have found is that hospitals are going to come to a path in the road. So one path might narrow their spectrum, if you will. So they'll only take the sickest of the sick. Whereas the other pathway, they're really going to open their doors to the community across. They're going to offer care across the continuum of care. So they will have wellness centers. They will have senior living centers. They'll have urgent cares. And so what we're seeing, especially with the hospital of the future and where healthcare and retail is going is, uh, for example, CVS and the Aetna Merge. Um, we are going to start seeing the CVS has that retail area. Well, they're going to change or turn their minute clinics into more of an urgent care. So we're really going to see that kind of sterile hospital setting with that retail component. We're going to start to see that blend together. So what does that look like for healthcare? Does that mean we need to make things more convenient by putting in micro grocery stores within the lobby of the hospital? Mm. I don't know. Those are just some of the things that we're looking at. Would that work? Um, The Amazon Go approach, would something like that work? So we're looking at all of these different scenarios to see where food service fits in because what we have found is people are really really starting to see food as medicine especially the younger generations so we have a big part to play across not only healthcare but population health in general yeah interesting and i know you guys use a lot of data analytics to Mm -hmm. kind of break all that down walk me through that and let everybody know exactly how you guys Break down the numbers. Yes. So a lot of times when we're putting together, let's say, a strategy for new business, I always say everything we do starts with data and it ends with data. So getting an understanding of habits and trends of specific communities really helps us and put together the retail strategy uh, and even patient menus. So when we understand what people are eating, what they're comfortable with, keywords they're comfortable with, that's how we could put together our patient menus and our retail menus. Not only that, but with the data that we're able to use when we're planning for retail, for example, for next year, we're able to put together a solid strategy because we have insight as to what could be coming down the pipeline as far as trends for 2020. So um, just about every decision we make now is based on fact and data and analytics versus just our opinion and which way the wind's blowing that day. Right. It's kind of a game changer, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it is. hundred yeah. percent. And, and I have to say, um, of the top 10 sectors within healthcare that venture capitalists have invested in big data analytics is one of those top 10 sectors. So we know our clients are looking for data and analytics. So what can we do to partner with them to get them what they need from a, from an analytics standpoint? Two of your favorite words, I hear you say it all the time, positive disruption. Mm -hmm. They sound like they're opposites, but Mm -hmm. talk to me about it. What does it mean? And when people hear that or see that or read about it, 
so we can educate everybody out there. What does that mean? Yeah. So when you take a look at companies like Amazon, like Uber, like Apple, um, they have all very successful, all very successful businesses. Yes. They have solved problems that we as consumers didn't even know we had. So especially with the Amazons, they're coming in and completely disrupting the market um, in a positive way for most. So when we take a look at innovation, when we take a look at where we're going in the future, what, what can we do to separate ourselves from not only our competitors, but from the other folks that are coming into the market space, these big retailers? So Amazon, for example, um, I have been watching them and studying them very closely. And what we have found is that this, you know, since they have merged with J.P. Morgan and Berkshire Hathaway, mm-hmm. they are starting their own healthcare company for their own employees to make it more affordable. And so what they're doing is they're starting with the physicians and they're having physicians write prescriptions for specific diets that can be filled through their now Whole Foods, now that they own Whole Foods. Right. Um, and they also own this prescription company. So a doctor can write a prescription for a specific diet and medications, and Amazon can then come in and fill it completely and overnight it or two-hour delivery it, depending on where you're located in the world. So they are really coming in and just disrupting as a whole. And then people, insurance companies, especially the providers are really starting to see the play on food being medicine because it'll reduce readmissions. So looking at that from those kind of disruption areas. Nikki, your team and the stuff you guys do on the marketing level, I mean, it's so impactful all the way across Mm -hmm. the board, but it's really impactful for the client as Mm -hmm. well. Talk to us about how they benefit from what you guys do and how it really helps them with their business as well. Right. So when you take a look at our brand, the the power of food, um, streamlining all of marketing will really help us be able to push that power food brand down to the field, to our account level and into retail. That makes sense. Um, There's nothing more pleasing to my ears than to hear our clients use that power of food terminology when they're talking about Morrison Healthcare and our brand. Um, And when the benefit that it brings to clients as well, you know, not only are we communicating them through throughout our retail space within their cafes, but social media plays a huge part into what we do and how we communicate not only with our clients, but externally into the market as well. Speaking of social media impact, I had a chance to sit down and talk with Chelsea Edwards, the manager of social media for Morrison and Compass One Healthcare, and here's what she had to say. Chelsea, so let's talk about social media and how that helps partner with our clients. When we partner with our clients and then we have the social media aspect of it too, what kind of added value is that for everybody across the board? Yeah, it's, it's a really good question. So um, as a communications team, we've really thought through what ways can our team specifically add value to our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, social media is important, not just for our business, but our clients' businesses too. And so one of the things that we've done is try to partner more closely with our clients who especially um, have invested in their social media presences. So for example, like a Cleveland Clinic or a Mayo Clinic, um, they're very, very active on social media. So whenever possible, we're in constant communication with their teams um, and you know sharing content with them that they can maybe help post on their feeds on our behalf and vice versa. So we try to replicate that whenever we can. If there's something that is important to our business, but we know is a hot button for one of our clients, we, you know, maybe we'll do a a blog together. Maybe Mm -hmm. we'll share that content so that we can both be promoting it at the same time and it adds value to both of us. Why do it so much? 
For one thing, it shows our clients that we take seriously and value the partnership that we have with them. Um, And we're thinking outside of the box in terms of what that partnership looks like. You know, it's not just reserved to the daily food service operations that happen in an account or the support service operations that are happening on the Crothel side, right? Like we, when we say that, you know, Morrison is your business partner or Crothel is your business partner, it goes beyond just the day-to-day operations. So the why, I think, is kind of going that extra mile to show our clients that, um, you know, we're really dedicated to them. Nikki, as we just heard from Chelsea, social media obviously plays a huge role in what you guys are trying to do across Mm -hmm. the board. How important is it for you guys to have that interaction, so to speak, with the not only just the clients and the operators, but also the people in the field that are doing their jobs. And how much, how important is it to you to hear feedback from them? I mean, extremely important. One thing we're always begging for, I know, are our case studies. We are not as successful as we are if it wouldn't be for our operators. They are the boots on the ground. They are the ones that are implementing all of our tools and resources. From a retail marketing standpoint, um, you know, FY19 is halfway through. And we are almost halfway through, I guess I should say. Um, and we are planning for 2020. And so a lot of what we're doing for 2020 is going to be absolutely amazing. Um, they're going to be extremely excited about it. And based on the tools and resources that we give them to implement the things uh, within the cafes and within retail, I'd like to know what's working, what's not working, what can we from a marketing standpoint do for you guys, not only and not only for retail, but on the patient side too, to really help you be as successful as you could possibly be. So I'd love to hear about it. You guys can reach out to me, Nikki Poole at IamMorrison.com. Um, if you don't hear from me directly, you will definitely hear from somebody on my team. Good stuff. Well, you guys do a great job, and I know it's hard because you're trying to keep up with present day, but you're also looking to the future, uh-huh. like you said, and it just, it never, it, there's no, there's no light at the end of the tunnel for you. It no. constantly keeps going. Mm-mm. But that's what makes it exciting is yeah. that the, the constant, not only change within the healthcare landscape, but all of the tools and resources that our leadership team allow us to have um, to make us as the, the leaders in the market. Cool. Great stuff, Nikki. But you're not out of here yet. Oh. You ever heard of the Connections Hot Seat? I have. Yes. <laughs> it's a good 60 seconds. We're going to ask you some fun questions just to get to know Nikki Poole a little better on a personal level. All are right. You, I'm are you stretching. Ready? For all of you that can't see me, I'm over, I'm, I'm over here stretching. <laughs> She's sweating, too. There's some sweat coming down there, so I'm not going to lie. Here we go. 60 seconds. Okay, Nikki, what city were you born in? Upland, California. Oh, Cali girl. What's one thing that's on your bucket list? Skydiving. If a movie was made of your life, who would play Nikki Poole? Who would I like to play Nikki Poole yeah. or who would actually play who Nikki Poole? Who would you Poole? like to play Nikki Poole? <laughs> Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what's your favorite TV channel? ID, Investigation Discovery. Mm-hmm, that tells a lot about you. Uh, <laughs> are you scared of heights? No. Do you have any phobias? I do. Uh, s- spiders will bring me to my knees in fear. Yes. Favorite holiday? Halloween. Why? I have always grown up absolutely loving Halloween, the ghouls and the creepiness of it. I just, I, I, that's why I like ID Channel. That's I don't like know. I say, there's a theme here. There's a theme here. Are you reading a book right now? I am. What are you reading? Uh, the title is Where the Crawdads Sing. Where the Crawdads Sing. Ooh, and there's the buzzer. You are off the hot seat. Thank you. Is the book good? 
It is actually very good. I'm having a hard time putting it down so that I can do my normal functions as a a working mom. (laughs) There you go. Nikki, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today on Compass One Connections. And thank you to all your team for everything you guys do. Thank you. If you have any more questions for Nikki Poole or Chelsea Edwards, please tweet us at at MorrisonHC and use the hashtag AskMorrison. We sincerely hope you enjoyed this edition of Compass One Connections podcast. Be sure to check out all the other episodes in the library as we keep you connected.